0: And we're back on this special Christmas edition of the Unpacking It podcast. We are on location at Snowflake Village. I think the snow may have stopped at this point, but it is still cold. I can see my breath, but we're nice and warm with a fire here in the prayer chapel uh, with shades. I'm Bryce, and and we're having a good time. And uh, one one movie that was mentioned while we were uh, taking a breather, uh, The Polar Express. Tom yep. Hanks. Tom Hanks. Phenomenal performance in that movie, and that's actually the movie my wife and I watch Christmas Eve right before we go to bed. Every year? Every year. Well, we've been doing the last couple of years anyway. Oh. I forget what year it started, but it, that's now our tradition. I think it's her favorite movie, but I love it too because growing up, I read the book right. to my family. The picture book? The Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a beautiful old book. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's a movie. They turned it into a movie. So, so I love that, and uh the best that's part about one. that
1: movie is the buildup, right because you wonder the whole time, are we gonna ever see Santa Claus? Are we ever gonna get to the end of this train ride? To yeah, the where end, does and, it go and then they get there and it's this magical ginormous setup that was just fantastic. I it, liked it oh, it's
0: great yeah, and, and then the way that they go through um I don't even know what you call it like the the conveyor belt of gifts mm-hmm. and then they end up in santa's uh the, the, the bag the bag yeah yeah that was uh, that was pretty cool so yeah. um, so anyway that's a, that's another one of my movies and then we were also having the conversation about eggnog Ooh. and I love some good seasonal eggnog with a little cinnamon and nutmeg a on sprinkle top it. sprinkle it and you love it as well
1: oh yeah it's fantastic and I wonder why it's only available certain months out of the year is it obviously eggs are available year round
0: yeah what makes it a Christmas Only drink I don't know Like what's the association with it That eggnog equals Christmas And then eggnog in July is frowned upon Like if you showed up to a 4th of July party with eggnog Right Probably not acceptable. Well but why?
1: Because fourth of July everyone's watching their weight, where at Christmas time we've got all the layers <laughs> we on. Yeah, we, we eat all the up. food. We don't care we right now. Wait till February around Valentine's Day. That's when you get started again.
0: That is a good point. I mean you're basically just drinking fat. Yeah. When you're drinking eggnog. Oh, I mean pure fat. Yeah. However, listen to this. So I love eggnog. I've been drinking it for years, big fan. You know, I love the the, the whole eggnog, like not, not the skim eggnog. Like, it's fine. Light skim, light is fine. I mean, I'll drink it if they've got it. Yeah, I'm not going to turn it around, you know, turn it down. Um, and I'm fine with a little ginger ale in it to, to somewhat, not water it down, but just add a little carbonation. So I like yeah. ginger ale with it. Even the strawberry or cranberry ginger ale, uh, big fan of that with eggnog. So I like to mix that in. Hmm. However, my wife, my wife came home with almond milk eggnog. Uh, what is that? I mean, I don't even know. I, I'm, I'm beside myself. I feel like I've, I've really just gone against everything that I believe. You don't like almond milk? But I have been drinking it. No, almond milk eggnog. Right, but you don't like almond milk? No, I'm fine with it. It's okay, but it's not. Egg, that's not it's, real oh, eggnog. So they,
1: your point is, is that she was at the store, had the ability to buy regular, and she chose the almond. Exactly. Mm.
0: Exactly. Mm. And now we've still got it in the fridge. And I... Yeah. I've been drinking it, and it's okay, but it's not traditional, seasonal, delicious eggnog, what I love. Thick. And just you know, just uh, like I feel I said, like the almond milk is a little bit sweeter fat. though.
1: It's a little bit sweeter, so you would. But it's you watered would,
0: down like to the point of. It's
1: I, I feel like almond milk is thicker. Really? I mean, because well, I drink skim milk, so. Oh uh, gosh! Yeah. <laughs> get out of here! Get out of this prayer chapel! <laughs> yeah, so so to me, the almond milk is more like it's above two percent. I feel like even the thickness, but unless
0: I'm completely wrong, yeah, on I feel that, like you're missing out on that. Wow, you're missing that one. Uh, but anyway, I get, I get I, enough fat from other places to to not include it in my milk. I'm okay. Yeah, because you you're <laughs> you're the, the the, the one person still eating McDonald's. So. Uh, no, you tell that to the
1: 30 uh, people that uh, were exactly. in front of me in line, and then we'll see. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh,
0: I can't believe that. Uh, but anyway, I do, love, I do love some good eggnog. Um, all right, so we, uh, we got to talk. to. We're, we're recording this on Saturday, and so tonight is the, the Heisman Trophy presentation. Mm-hmm. And to me, this year's Heisman Trophy seems a little bit of a letdown, We kind of all know that Baker Mayfield is going to win. He's been awesome at Oklahoma. They've had a big year. They're deserving of the playoff. But let's face it, people are not real thrilled that Baker Mayfield is going to win this award because he hasn't done a great job of representing Oklahoma, representing himself, his family. He's just got too many things on his kind of resume or record that, that people have just kind of, all right, come on, man, grow up. Like, you're a leader. You're one of the best players in the country. Th- this is unnecessary. Some of the antics and shenanigans. And to me, the Heisman Trophy, and I was talking about this the other day with someone, that, that the Heisman Trophy is one of the, the most prestigious awards, period. Because if, if you're you know, at, a, at an event and somebody is introduced as the Heisman Trophy winner, there's nothing that really compares to that. An MVP, eh, no, like of the NFL, the NBA, whatever. Eh, not so much. Even the the Naismith Award in college basketball has kind of lost its luster a little bit. But the Heisman Trophy is a big deal, and so I just think it's a disappointment. And, and maybe Baker Mayfield will turn things around. I always, you know, root for people to change. But I just think at this point, there's just a little bit of, oh man, that's that's the guy representing this award. You know, similar to the Johnny Manziel situation, too. Um, and I was listening to some of the other day how, how Manziel is probably a little bit more likable um, than, than Mayfield. I don't think Mayfield at that time in college when he mm. won. Cause, uh, Manziel won as a freshman and then he got all the fame. And, and then right. kind of from that point, things really uh, went, went out of control. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if Baker Mayfield, you know, continues to mature and grow up. And I mean, Oklahoma's got a chance to win this this whole thing. And So if he's a champion and a Heisman Trophy winner and then has a chance to be the, the number one pick, um, I don't think he's ranked number one at the moment, but you never know with, with the combine and how he plays in, the, in this playoff. Um, but, but anyway, th- those are just some thoughts on, on the Heisman. I don't think that someone else is necessarily deserving of it because the, the other candidates, um, Barkley up at, up at Penn State, uh, he started off the season so great, but then kind of fizzled out. And then Bryce Love with Stanford, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Stanford wasn't quite as as good of a, of a team uh, in the upper echelon. And then Jackson from Louisville, who won it last year, um, didn't necessarily do more than last year. Or again, Louisville's not as top of a team. Um, whereas Oklahoma is right in the mix and Mayfield's their best player. I think the dynamic of
1: the Heisman Trophy and, and the nostalgia surrounding it has shifted alongside with the conversation that college athletes should be paid, right? And I think that that has played into the Heisman a little bit, the conversation about it. Oh, really? Yeah, because because if you think about what it used to be about, because you wonder, if is it, is it just on the field, or how heavy of a factor are these voters, the people that get to vote on it, how heavy are they factoring in off-the-field things, right? Because you've got several players in the past who have won, um, who, who necessarily aren't doing the best thing off the field, yet on the field they appear to be dominating. Yeah. And as we keep going deeper with the college football discussion of should these pairs be played the outlook on what these a high These players be a, played. These players be paid. There, right? is that, there it is. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Uh, the, the dynamic shifts of the conversation to what does it mean to really be an all-star athlete? What does it really mean to be the best in college? Um, is it the one who is selling the most jerseys, right? Is it the college that, <laughs> that is selling the most, right? Is that the best player? Because that's what the fans want. So is that what the voters are going to go for? Is it purely based on the stats on the field? Is it an all-encompassing approach to where, hey, you do this great on the field, you're not the best on the field, but hey, what you're doing in your community is also fantastic, so I just think that that conversation has shifted. This is why you don't let me on the show very No, much that's alright, that's alright you get,
0: you, get, you get the thought, thoughts moving um, but no, I think when you look at the, I guess I'll go to this with the yeah. Heisman, to me the, the character should factor in of a, course. A, a good bit at,
1: at the college level,
0: yes Yes, and Should I it think, in the
1: NFL level then though, for the MVP? No, I don't think so They can do whatever they want off the field
0: um, for the MVP award? Yeah, probably. They've got the Walter Payton Why? Award. They have the Walter Payton Award. Now, the reality is, if, if you're an MVP of the NFL, you've got to have your ducks in a row to a certain extent. Um, you can't be like Johnny Manziel. Like he, no. You realize that very quickly. You can't just be an all-out partier and not practice and not right. study film and, right. and all that. Um, even Michael Vick, to a certain extent, is as athletic as he was and as dominant as he was and had the potential to be an MVP, but he didn't study hard enough and he was wrapped up in so many other things off the field. Right. Eventually you just, you fizzle out um, and you're not able to, to get to that next level. So whereas in college it's a four-year run and then it's that, you know, the one big year that you want to have to win the Heisman um, and Mayfield, you know, just a few weeks ago did the shenanigans on the sidelines that we've you know, unfortunately all seen at this point. Um, that's not a good look for the Heisman winner. I, I just think that's, that's bad. Now, you know, I'm, I'm, again, I'm all for grace and change and, and forgiveness and all that sort of thing. But when it comes to an award as prestigious as the Heisman, it, it's just unfortunate that he's so much better than everybody else. And the numbers that he's put up and his team's success, it's just hard to argue that somebody else has been better. And if it goes to the best player in the country, then it makes sense. But, man, man it's it's not it's not ideal right. it, it really isn't so anyway interesting topic we'd love to hear your thoughts you can send us an email bryce at unpacking it.com, bryce at unpacking it.com. and uh you can give some thoughts on shades uh comments as well he's yeah we we want to know very how. insightful let, let us know how what you thought of my comments yeah yeah, yeah very insightful yes, and, yeah. and thought provoking deep and, deep thought. Yeah, that's what i provoke that's why we've got him here so we're having fun here at snowflake village the, uh, the the frostbite is uh, is taking over. You've got gloves. I do. I mean, I don't know where my gloves went. Yeah. Once I moved away from from Boone and the mountains of North Carolina. I haven't been as equipped for the the, the cold weather. See, I, I I never forget. That's my motto there, from That's Boone. Good. You know, it's it, the cold.
1: The temperature itself does not bother me one bit. I could be in zero degree temperature. I really, I'm I'm very. I almost feel like I'm. What is it? Cold blooded? Uh, reptiles cold blooded? Is that what they are? Where they? Yeah. Yeah. I can adapt to it very well. Uh, more like a polar bear, I guess I should mm. say. Uh, it's the wind. If there's no wind, bring on any temperature, snow any of it it's the wind that i just don't like yeah it's no and that's good. what i prepare myself for is the wind
0: but i can't see my breath so then you know it's cold and i feel like you've dominated this uh, this bench no way little... i am hugging the right side here <laughs> i mean there we i go. mean we got the, 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 the we're we're definitely squished on I this i told you it was going to get weird so so, <laughs> la- <laughs> so last saturday uh, sadly my, my grandma died but but oh. she she left me her couch oh So that was a nice bonus. That's not what – she didn't die on the couch, did she? No, thankfully. No, thankfully. Um, So it's a great couch, and it it had been in my garage for a couple of months, Mm -hmm. I would say. So last Saturday, finally got my father-in-law, brother-in-law to come over and move this big couch upstairs into my man cave through a, a tiny uh, kind of hallway okay. and a small door frame.
1: How bad did you ding up the walls?
0: That's the question. Very bad. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so so going in, it was one of those things where my wife was very worried. She okay. she did not want me to move it. Right Now, I, I, I promised her, hey, because the reason I bring up the story is because it was a small love seat that we had mm. in my man cave, but it was a little tight. Mm. So if I had guys over to watch the game. Like, hey, sit on my love seat. Yeah, exactly. It was a little tough. <laughs> so I was very adamant about getting... A bigger couch right. in there, which was just going to be better for everyone. Right. Um, so we don't have to have the situation that you and I have at this moment on the love seat that we're in on in the prayer chapel. Right. Thank you, Graham. Graham. Yeah. <laughs> no. But so so yeah. So Grandma uh, provided this couch. So anyway, so we got it upstairs, but in order to get it through on the final, we had one leg that wouldn't come off. So three came off, except for one that we could not get off, and so it made it very tricky. And so we totally messed up the wall,
1: scraped, yeah, holes, my wife was not punctured. happy about that sheetrock it Ugh. was it was brutal did did you did you master the pivot? you know what I mean like oh yeah
0: it, we, it, we we made the most it, of it, yeah, but it it took a a final push, and damage was. Does it almost, almost look unavoidable. Like,
1: like decals on the wall, like black scrape through it? You know what I mean, like uh, it, 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 yeah, like chipped
0: all off. Oh, and no. so now now we've got like putty on it. To anybody's like I now after this, I need to go home and fix it. But oh no, um, it created quite the quite the thing. But now we've been, we had this nice big couch to. To enjoy some some Christmas movies this season, and,
1: and you're going to watch them in the man cave. That's oh yeah. Well, the problem is so
0: so it's it's more comfortable upstairs. Yeah. Um. And then I also have two TVs so that I can go Hallmark movie on one. And then last night I had NBA games. So I was watching the the Hornets. On, see, you on one do that channel. all the
1: time too, and I don't know how you watch two TVs and know what's going on on them. I don't know how you do that. That is a gift, obviously, that you have. I do not possess that gift. Well, I would be very confused by the end of the day. Oh, you yeah. would? Yeah.
0: Well, I go. So I the game is on mute. So I just keep an eye on the game.
1: Oh, okay. I could see that working then. Okay. So so, you're, so then, you're for a instance, so so
0: last yeah. night the the Hornets went into overtime. Right. And against the Bulls, which they should never lose to the Bulls, but they did for the second time. And I caught it with five seconds left in the game to see if someone's going to win, you know, have a game winner. Right. Uh, So I paused the the Hallmark movie and jumped over to the game, and then I was able to watch it. So... Versus if I only had one TV. So what, you have dual
1: DVR, too, on the TVs, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: uh, It's quite God. the setup. It's quite the setup. <laughs>
1: all right. It's making more sense now. Yeah, okay.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, yeah. So that's the other thing. I can yeah. pause it and, wow. and go back to it, and it, it works out nicely. What an
1: interesting mix of emotions, though, of Hallmark yeah. movies and the losing Hornets last night. Like, that seems uh, like, did you bust out the Chunky Monkey ice cream, too, and just sit on the couch and sob all night? Nah, or? Two nights
0: ago, I did some ice, yeah. ice cream of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. But um, even that was like it was like an almond milk type <laughs> ice cream. So I oh, don't know what. Now I, we're hating on the eggnog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, uh, gotcha. yeah We're back to the eggnog <laughs> issue. But but no, yeah, with uh, with DJ from Full House in this Hallmark movie, yeah. um, you know the happy ending, right? But then the sad ending for the Hornets. So it, it was very mixed. It was a tricky thing.
1: And and when you crossed over to the Hornets, were you at the sad point with DJ and her emotions that well, were going true. on? That's true. And then you there, came
0: back. There was a point where it was like, is this going to end right. how we want it to? Right. But the good news is... Every hallmark movie ends. ends the way you want it. Yeah, to. so yeah. that's all you can only count on that, which yeah. is nice. That's so hallmark. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's there's an expectation, there. and yeah, yeah, you just have to suffer through the, the emotional roller coaster, <laughs> similar to a Hornets game. <laughs> um, so so anyway, sometimes those are more difficult. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So um so I'll be I'll be going to the Hornets game tonight. They're playing the Lakers, my two favorite teams. Excited about that. Your favorite player on the
1: Hornets? Who is it?
0: Ooh. Cody Zeller Cody Zeller but he's injured right now so um, I know I, I know him personally so I do I, that's why I like him but my favorite player to watch would be uh, Kemba Walker you got to go Kemba <laughs>
1: Kimball Walker, man, he's it's it's disappointing to me for the most part because he lives and dies by the three for the most part. I mean, in my opinion, he that, can that's, get to the rim. He he can get to the he can he can drive the paint a little bit, but for the most part, he lives and dies by the three. And for someone who is paid as much as he is, I don't think he converts as often as I think he should. So,
0: all right, that's fair. Yeah. He's but he's still he's an elite player. I'm not saying and he's not
1: good. I mean, hey, he's in the NBA. You know what I mean? It's like no, you want to see it. me on the court, but at the same time. For someone who we rely on as much as we do and how much he gets paid, I just don't see him converting the numbers that he should or at least then the the style of play that we have as the Hornets if it needs to be changed.
0: Well, when he's your best player, eh, you're, you can only go so far. So right. that that's a fair that's a fair point. Um, all right, so let's get back to some some Christmas talk and um, no more basketball. Well, no, he could go, <laughs> I can go down that, that path all night. But know, the the, the Cavs, they, their streak was uh, was snapped. Yeah, um, but they're going to be fine. I, I do think the Cavs are going to win the championship. Um, as really? good as Golden State is, as good as Houston has played the, to this point in the season, the Celtics look look good. Um, this early, but I, but this I'm, early,
1: you're you're making that commitment yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. F-
0: wow. I felt it uh, maybe even before the season, but yeah, I'm I'm in on the Cavs. I think this is their year so because I think LeBron, the year he gets
1: ejected from a yeah. game, it, it's the year that you just feel he's going he's got that much passion for it that you just have a feeling. So
0: I make this argument, like I I stand by this argument. I've probably felt it for years. You can give LeBron mm-hmm. any four players. That are like legit NBA players, mm-hmm. you know, the average, right. you know, they don't have to be all stars. Right. Just four solid NBA players, and he can beat anybody. Like he, he can at he least can, make the
1: playoffs, but yeah, they
0: they yeah. can they can I think they can almost win any series. I really do because think about it, like a couple years ago when he was winning with uh, Matthew Vadova and all that, the Warriors ended up winning that series, mm-hmm. but um, and because Kyrie Irving got injured mm-hmm. and all that. But it, with if that was how the team was constructed and that's how they were used to playing, mm-hmm. I think LeBron is that good and makes guys around him that much better right. that he has the ability to do it. He's now, definitely
1: a team player. I mean, that's that's what I think you can say easily about LeBron, which makes him nice as compared to some of the other top athletes that that are in the uh, NBA. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I just I, so this year I think they're going to be more dependent on him, right? And I actually think that's better. Yeah. Because he, he's, he's lights
1: out when, when they depend on him, too. Good. He's that good. Because
0: I always go back to years ago when he was a young player, and yep. he scored, I guess it was 25 straight points yep. against the Detroit Pistons, and that's when I realized this guy is Well, he was taking
1: threes like 10 feet back from the arch and just draining them all over everyone.
0: He can yeah. do whatever is necessary. Yeah. And I'll say that Cam Newton is actually similar in, in the way that when it's all on him and he has to make plays and they give him the room to say, all right, Cam, just go. Like, just go play, mm-hmm. run, pass, you know, whatever you have to do, do it. I think he's better off, and the Panthers are better off, when there's that expectation for him to take over. Yeah. And I think the same thing with, with LeBron. When when the pressure is on, and, hey, it's on you, like, you can't rely on Kyrie. You can't rely on, you know, whatever other stars he's played with over the years. This is your this is your time.
1: Well, and for the Panthers— Because sometimes I, it's almost like
0: he's— He's allowed, a, like, he's such a good teammate that right. it's been a downgrade at times. Because when you kick it out to Kyle Corver, right? Eh. Just take over LeBron right,
1: so you, you almost expect him just to drive the drive the lane every single time whenever he has the opportunity to, but you brought up cam and not to switch back to the NFL too hard for too long it 's just still an emotional loss for me against the Saints, but um, with cam it, it 's hard because of the I feel i get it 's a point of frustration, but also a point of our strength is is how balanced of an offense we run as the Panthers as much rushing versus passing we do, and then now, when you throw the option into the mix with with a player like Cam Newton, it changes the perspective a lot. Um, uh, but yeah, he's I don't remember where I was going with that, but yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, again,
0: more great insight from yeah. shades. So so keep listening because we don't know what else is in store. Uh I
1: just dropped little nuggets. Yeah. L- little nuggets. We've, you know, just we've, take we've it. We've
0: brought him out of retirement. So, so should they be paid. So we we did we did a show together in college uh. back in two thousand eight and nine. Yeah. I guess would have been yeah, the year. Two thousand
1: eight, two thousand nine, yeah.
0: So it's been that many it's years. Almost a decade. Man. That's a long time. You're getting old. So, so we've got him out. He was a freshman at the time. So we've got him out of retirement. So he may be rusty. but, but Maybe, we,
1: definitely is. We definitely appreciate is. Go, the insight. Go ahead and put but, the asterisk next to my but, name.
0: But if you, if you bring up Cam, I do believe that he should, he should run more. Like, I'm on the side of don't worry as much about the injuries. Just, just go out and, and run and, and be at your best. Because I think when he plays so cautiously... It, it, it limits his ability. Now, you don't want to be foolish. Right. And you don't want to take the big hits. But let's face it, when he stands back there and and tries to make the throw, he gets crushed because the, the, the defense is coming in, and he's got right. very poor protection this year right. from the offensive line. That I'd rather him get out and run, and he can almost dictate – the hits a little bit more because a lot of times he's the one that actually. I mean, he's bigger than the defenders. He's wild though with his running though. That's the difference. Be, and that I, know, makes you I know. I know. Mean, I, I don't want nervous. that. I don't no. want that. But I guess I don't want the cautiousness of oh I can't run. I can't run. Right. Because I'm only allowed don't to run. I think he's afraid
1: to run. I think that the the, the designs of the plays. Yeah. There's only so many that they want to give each series of him to run. Uh, I do think that they need to give him the option more. I will say that. I think that a lot of the times it's probably, I mean, if I, I, I haven't watched the film and broke down the actual stats on it, but what, about 20% of the time it's the option to where he can run if he wants to. I think that they need to give him more of an option um, and allow him to throw the ball more. The problem has been the receivers, right? The, the receiving core for the Panthers year in and year out. There's moments where we feel like we finally have the right receiving core to make uh, substantial pass plays. And then, all of a sudden trades happen, things happen, and not that I was a giant fan of calvin ben- kelvin Benjamin in the first place, but um it, when we shift things around as often as we do, it makes it harder to find more consistency and that's that's a problem
0: to me. yeah i mean the the lack of wide receivers for the panthers is uh is very tough, yes, it really is Devin Funches has had a nice breakout year and has been very solid, but when he's really your only threat because Greg Olson has been injured. Curtis Samuel went down the, the, but even the other,
1: just a, he he the, in the big time plays when he is wide open and then drops the ball sometimes and it 's very bothersome to me as a wide yeah, receiver
0: part of that's cam, but yeah, yeah, I get that if
1: it touches your fingertips and if it if it touches your palms as that's a fair. receiver, you get paid to catch the ball, you better catch the ball
0: i 'm with you yeah. i 'm with you on that all right so we'll we'll do one final uh final segment here, and it 's time to unveil our favorite christmas songs. Ooh. So we've talked christmas movies. Hmm. Now we've got to talk christmas songs. And I think again there are a couple different categories. So you have your classic traditional, you know, hymn-based mm-hmm. songs. This
1: is when the show gets really weird by the way. Oh, is for it for all of the listeners? Oh, okay. So anybody <laughs> that's stuck
0: with us this long, they're sti- just hang on. Yeah, you got to stick with us to the end here. <laughs> Then you have like your your pop singers who write good songs right. that become hits. Right. Mariah Carey, In Sync, those types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, then you've got like the 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 classic from the fifties, sixties, seventies that just continue on and are great right. Christmas songs. Right. But I think when a song really becomes great to me is when I know it from a Christmas movie. Mm. So it kind of goes back to a Christmas movie wow. because it sets the tone for a lot of these movies. Like I think of Home Alone and mm-hmm. I think of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Oh. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Okay. So I love that song.
1: So it's got to be good enough that it's willing to be put into a movie, essentially.
0: Yeah, that it fits a, right. a Christmas movie. Ooh. <laughs> I mean that that goes into any right. movie. I think yeah. of the Santa Claus, though, right? Right. Uh, for for that one. Okay.
1: So my favorite Christmas. So I I am known. To bust out in song in my house to where, to the point that I get yelled at, right? Oh. I, I will
0: just. Start, so they don't like your singing voice. It,
1: it's not that they don't like it. I just don't give them the option to like it or not. Mm. I will force it upon them. So recently, um, it was probably, and I say recently, it was probably September ish. I just started going with the Christmas songs already. I was just ready for it. Oh, so you're, so, okay. So
0: yeah, you're all in. Yeah. So, okay, wow. I didn't realize that. So,
1: chestnuts roasting on the open fire. See, on, I can really get that there. On the open to-
0: fire or... On an open fire. I go the. Okay. Because so I'm throwing
1: it to the open fire. The open fire. Yeah. Okay. And it's Jack Frost nipping at your toes or nose, oh, yeah, whichever gonna, you want. Okay. So you right, go either so. way. So
0: you, you kind of make your own song. Exactly. Is that, is that and, what I'm hearing and here? And
1: that's the best part about it is it's my song. So Okay. Yeah. But that would be my number one song. Uh, Chestnuts
0: roasting Yeah, that's, on an open fire. I just
1: like the baritone levels that I can throw into it, I think.
0: I like that. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great song. Yeah. I'm, I'm not against that
1: song. Yeah. Um, and Figgy Pudding also is another one.
0: Figgy Anytime pudding. I can say Figgy Pudding, yeah. I'm in on that that's one. That's right. So is that Bring Me Some Figgy Pudding? Is that Deck the Halls? I don't think that's Deck, Deck the Halls. The halls. That's bring dirt. us some Figgy Pudding. We so bring us some Figgy Pudding and bring it right here.
1: And then you've also got the, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the parody of the, the Whopper, the, the Christmas song they made, the parody. It's about Burger King. Did you ever see that one? Which one was that? Uh, I'm Oh, gosh. Uh, ding fries are done. Ding fries are um, done. You know, you ever, yeah, yeah. you know that song. Yeah, they yeah. made a parody about oh, it. It's like fast food, and you know, You uh, love fast, you food, love fast so food. It's like yeah. I thought
0: you were McDonald's. Now you're mentioning Burger King. I mean, I just I'm, appreciate. I don't the hate. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah, I, don't,
1: I don't. discriminate on fast food. You
0: know? Whatever's convenient. Yeah.
1: Whatever's closest by. Oh, okay. Know, yeah. So you're one of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not scared of Taco Bell. So. <laughs> no, I'm not either. That's delicious. <laughs> oh wow! That, I think I the first like time Bell. I heard you say that. Oh, I love Taco Bell. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You just don't like McDonald's. No.
0: What is it? Why? Um, so, actually, and it, I
1: will say it depends on the McDonald's you go to. They are independently owned, so I do want to clarify that. That's yeah. true. There are ones to stay away from. I, I
0: did see, speaking of movies, The Founder.
1: Oh, yeah. About McDonald's. Oh, Have yeah. you seen that? Oh, yeah. That's a good Fantastic movie. Fantastic
0: movie. Michael Keaton. Not Gosh.
1: what I thought. I didn't really know the story like, no. from
0: that side of it. But it makes you not like McDonald's.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: I know. That's, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, so uh, I guess it's been about a year ago. It was it was cold and snowing, mm-hmm. kind of like it is today. But the snow was much worse than it is today.
1: It's more like rain at this point.
0: But yeah. And we had been probably in our house for a day or two. And my my wife was really wanting some Chick Fil A. Okay, so she mm-hmm. wanted a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And and so she she you know encouraged me right uh, to to go get her a Chick Fil A sandwich.
1: That's very kind of her.
0: So I left and you know Went out in the snow, and and, you know, if if my wife wants something, I'm gonna go do whatever I can to go get the Man of the house, right? Yep. So the snow is on the the ground a little bit, and so I, all right, it's cold, and I'm gonna go out and do this. And I I didn't bring my phone, so I went around the corner and show up to to Chick fil A, Mm -hmm. and it's closed. Chick-fil-A is not open. The snow, the weather, the time of day was not open.
1: Please tell me you did not make an executive decision on your own.
0: So (laughs) I decided, I I look around, and I go, okay, so Chick-fil-A is not open. What else is open around here? There was a McDonald's. Mm. Bright lights, McDonald's, it's on. Yellow arches. Yellow arches. (laughs) Oh, here it is. So the line is long. It's it's happening. McDonald's is happening. But I don't like McDonald's. Right. So I go, I'm not going to McDonald's. So then I start driving around town trying to find a spot that is open. What else could be open? That like
1: anything? Open? Like you're, o- you're wide open? Anything to, uh, but McDonald's. Anything but McDonald's. What,
0: okay. else, what else is available? So nothing's really open and... I start panicking. Gosh, do I want to drive? How how far do I want to drive to find something too? Because right. you know I got to get home, and it's rain, it's snowing, right.
1: and, You know, and snow snow in our area, the whole city shut it's down. It's shut down, so, so it's, it's two bleep. blocks is like way too far.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I eventually come to the conclusion. All right, I'll go to McDonald's. I'll suck it up. I'll go to McDonald's, and I'll get my wife a McDonald's chicken sandwich because what was she craving? A chicken, chicken sandwich, sandwich right? right? So I thought. So I pull up to mm. McDonald's, and, you know, years ago, I did love a Big Mac. So there's still a part of me that enjoys a good Big Mac. Okay. So I go, all right, I'll get a Big Mac, and I'll get her a chicken sandwich. Mm. So I come home, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, I have not delivered. Ooh. So I didn't get Chick-fil-A. I didn't call her to confirm. Because you didn't I, have your phone. I didn't have my phone. And mm. so I made this executive decision, mm. and I come to find out, she actually likes Big Macs. Wow. So she goes, I don't want chicken from McDonald's. Wow. I want a chicken from Chick-fil-A. So I'll do the Big Mac. And I go, no, 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 no. I wanted the Big Mac. I got the Big Mac for myself. So it was a big ordeal. And so I settled for the McDonald's chicken sandwich. And let me tell you, it was not good. No, I... It was not good. So... on one end, it was it was it was important that I didn't put her through that right. for her to eat a chicken sandwich from, from McDonald's.
1: You would have never been allowed out of the house again. No, so I had to take that? one for the yeah. team. Yeah. but it was
0: a big debacle, and so mm. that's the last time I've been to McDonald's. It was probably about a year you ago. You
1: know what the problem really is? And I, I just recently got back from Canada, and they allow they really? sell yeah they sell Mac sauce at the grocery store in Canada. McDonald's sells at Walmart. They big sell Mac big sauce. Mac. Mac sauce. Why not here in a, in a jar? Squirt it all Anything on that chicken. Goes. Eat it. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, some Big Mac sauce would have changed the game.
1: That's what I'm saying. You could throw Big Mac sauce on the chicken, then maybe the chicken's not that bad at that point. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me think about this for a second. Wow. I will say, though, this morning when I went to to uh, McDonald's, uh, they they have changed their breakfast time from 10.30 to 11. They cook breakfast through 11 now.
0: Which is nice. I mean.
1: I don't like it. Oh. I wanted lunch. I wanted lunch. It's 11 o'clock. Oh, I want lunch. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, but they forced me. Or, you know, excuse me. It was 10.45. So I was right after what I thought was the end of the breakfast well, period. Can't
0: that be an interim period, where you could go either
1: way. Well, maybe some, once again, independently owned. Yeah, so maybe I'd this go either just way. just wasn't that. having it today. I, and I asked for a McChicken. I like the McChickens, a, a dollar chicken sandwich. You throw a little lettuce, a little mayo on it. it. tastes good to me. No, sorry, we're not doing lunch right now. Okay, let me just get a chicken biscuit then. And I get my chicken biscuit, and, and I drive back home because I, I got a shower so I can come down here real quick. And I get home, and I open up this thing. I'm, like, ready for a chicken biscuit. It's a McChicken patty on a biscuit. Not a chicken biscuit breakfast. Oh no, the devastation! And all they would have had to change at that point was the bun. Oh, and it was very disappointing. So today I might be with you on your side of McDonald's not liking them, purely on the lack of service. Yeah,
0: just on not on the food, on the lack of service. All right. All right. So I don't know how we went there because we were talking Christmas songs, but um, figgy pudding, I think figgy is the- pudding <laughs> is that that always gets us somewhere. <laughs> uh, Do we figure out if it's decked the halls? I don't know. Maybe got to e- somebody has to email us and let us know that. Yeah. Um, so all right, top. I'm never,
1: never going to be invited back. I can already feel it right now. So it's okay. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. So this is a fun one-time, you know, <laughs> adventure. I'll special, stay behind the scenes. Special okay. on the on the podcast. <laughs> um, we'll wrap up with this. And I'm starting to actually get cold here. It's, it, it's warmer in here, but it's still so cold out Gosh, at the Snowflake you're Village. You're getting
1: old, and you're getting soft, man, yeah. in, your, in your old ways. Yeah. I'm telling no, you No, right I now. am.
0: I, I bailed on a, on a birthday party last night. Did you really? Because it, it was so cold? Yeah, oh, it was too cold and God. rainy. It wasn't even freezing out. I can't, make the, I can't out. make the trip. Oh. It's too cold and rainy. <laughs> so weak. Oh. So weak. All right, favorite, favorite Christmas songs. So my, my traditional you know, hymn-based, church-based song, would be joy to the world. Okay, so classic. I love joy to the world, and I love rocking around the Christmas tree, dreaming of a white Christmas, Ooh. and drummer boy.
1: I will tell you, I have been praying for a lot of snow, mm. so I'm starting to f- see the fruition of mm. that almost. So, um, white Christmas would be fantastic. Dreaming way. of a white Christmas, yeah, for sure. So, but but good uh, list. Uh, so, you like more of the classic Christmas songs? You're more of a classic. Yeah, I'd say yeah, yeah. the classic
0: Christmas songs. Um, but I do. I mean, I do love in sync. Happy Holidays. Well, yeah. you're not that's that always, old. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, that so that's sense. a that's a good one, and and I do love the Mariah Carey song as the well. The Mariah
1: Carey one, I feel like is just overplayed though, uh, uh, at least on the local stations here. You know, yeah. it's, it's what you hear the in, all season long as far as on your top 40s and in your AC hits. But it's 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 yeah. hard to beat though. It is. I mean, she's got a she's got an incredible voice. You can't. This a voice.
0: great song. Yeah, it's over the, like all the elements. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> <So, yeah, laughs> I we'll got we'll you there. Stop. stop. Oh, yeah, we got it. Um, so, all right. Any other favorites?
1: <laughs> no, man, that's going to so, be it on the Christmas. I don't do too much of the Christmas songs, though. Oh, like, you don't? If I'm not singing it, I'm not into it. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so yeah.
0: I, I love Amy Grant Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big fan of Amy Grant. Yeah. Any of her Christmas songs, yeah. She she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, there's a group called For Him. Okay. And I love their Christmas yeah. album. It's my favorite Christmas album. Okay. But every Christmas morning, Wake up to a song called You Gotta Get Up by Five Iron Frenzy. Okay. You gotta get up. It's Christmas morning. Okay. And it's the perfect song to wake up to. So I highly recommend looking it up on YouTube or Spotify and using it to wake up your family. On Christmas now, morning. Now, when you
1: say every, what do you do? You walk around the house with like a boombox. I Is did. A, you did. It's
0: Twenty years ago, I did. <laughs> so, but now, what do you do? It's on my phone. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you said it like as your alarm sound basically um, the night
0: before, or gosh, that's not a bad idea. Well, hey. but uh, I don't like to have an alarm on Christmas morning. That's true. You don't want to be weird. You just want to wake up yeah. whenever. Yeah. Cause, yeah.
1: Yeah. Because you can We're open the, the presents whenever. You yeah. Want. There's a
0: flexibility to that, but yeah. I still run down the stairs. You do. It's just me and my wife, and I, like you, like you're giddy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm so. It's surprised. exactly like we had it set up last yep, night. Yep, but it's still. Okay. I still like to run down the stairs. Okay. However, we have it's like hardwood um, that gets dangerous Ooh, without the, the carpet. Slipping. Yeah, then it's tough. It you gets probably a scary. wear a
1: onesie too, don't you, the night before Christmas?
0: I, I do wear a robe. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't go onesie, but I go robe.
1: Right, but you don't wear the robe in the bed.
0: You have no. The robe. I wake you up don't to the robe. sleep in the robe. No, but, but me, I have. Yeah. I have special Christmas. That would be weird, but yeah, Christmas pajamas. Oh, That I'm. I'm ready. Really? To wear. Oh yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> red and nice. Really, so I'm excited for that. So, <laughs> it's well, <an> interesting dynamic. <laughs> anyone that that made it through to the end here, we appreciate you listening today. We've had a blast here at Snowflake Village. Thanks to Shades, uh, he's a board member for Unpacking at Ministries. And uh, really appreciate uh, just this opportunity to uh, to talk a little Christmas. We talk sports. Uh, we did it all. And hopefully some people uh, are out there buying trees and having a great time here uh, with a little snow. I think it stopped at this point. Uh, I finished my hot chocolate. It was delicious. Absolutely. Um, so they're,
1: they're roasting mallows here soon, it looks oh, like. Oh, so we may that, have to get in on, that. on the list.
0: that. That could be pretty good as well. Uh, but but even with all the, the silliness, my, my one word to, uh, to kind of end today and what I've been thinking about, uh, or at least the word that came to mind as this season. I love the Christmas season, so it's, it's not just one day. It's weeks of just the, the spirit of joy and peace and love, and it just kind of it, it just happens this time of year, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately because I believe that at the center of Christmas, it's about Jesus, and so when mm-hmm. that becomes the, the focal point, you can see what life is like, mm-hmm. which is cool. It doesn't have to be limited to this, no. but it just seems that, that more people are willing to embrace the heightened focus of, hey, Jesus was born, and, and we, all of our hearts are just kind of a little bit more softer this time of year, which is cool. And so you can just kind of see that, hey, that, that spirit can, can live, it lives in us and can be year-round, but uh, right, r- unfortunately, I guess is the way to put it, this time of year is where it, we can really, really see a majority of people open to it and, and, and willing to just kind of think about, okay, what, is, what does Christmas mean? What do I want out of this Christmas season? And, and what's it all about? But the word that has been on my mind is the word present. Mm. And we talk about presents and we give presents, but there's something special about just being present and being in the moment. And so I think if we can pause as crazy as things get, to be present in the moment, and even as we're watching a Christmas movie, and as we, we hopefully go to Christmas Eve service, and we, we hang out with our family, that we can be present and enjoy what's going on around us, but also be, be quiet and still enough to sense God's goodness, to sense the power inside of us, to sense how much He loves us, to sense this Reality that that what took place for Jesus to be born, and the fact that we can still celebrate it all these years later there 's truth, this is history this isn 't a, a fairy tale this is this is very real, and so when you really pause to think about it, you can go wow this is this is history this is this is what really has happened, and the the, the, the baby that was born now reigns in heaven, he died on the cross and and it 's just a a very powerful thing. To, to recognize, to know in our hearts and to believe that truth. And so I hope that we can be present enough to think about it uh, during this, this Christmas season. So Tis we'll, the reason for the season, my friend. There it is. So we'll end on that note. Thanks for the support. Merry Christmas and uh, keep listening to the Unpacking It podcast. Sign up for the devotional and, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to do this again next year. But this has been your special Snowflake edition of the Unpacking It podcast. Have a great one.